neither the left, nor the right, nor the underhand of the Emperor. These two insipid souls plainly just want to go home. They are Shep and Otto, saviors of Rokugan. With the Empire embroiled in conflict, on the cusp of the clan wars and facing its darkest hour, our heroes find themselves with nothing to interest them until... <sighs> so, right, let me get this straight. All right. So, right, the Emperor hands the throne to the Scorpion clan champion. Like, it's all legit. Aye. But no one believes it's legit. Aye. And the Dragon Clan side with them and take over the city. Aye. Meanwhile, the Lion replaced Tortory with a Nutcase's clan champion. <coughs> Aye. And take a Crane castle just to piss off the Crane. Aye. And then the Crane are trying to overthrow their champion, so they tried to kidnap Prince Satori. And then they mess it up and he goes missing. Well, aye, but Otto, come on. I'm glad you're arting again, but do you not think this is all a bit far-fetched? Well, no, but... And this bit about Sasori murdering his dad. It's a bit dangerous saying that, isn't it? Well, maybe, but... Kachiko replaced with a body double. Kaede and Tatori buggered off to who knows where. Yoshi's wife taken hostage. It goes on and on. Well, a lot of ideas. And what are the unicorn up to during all of this? Oh, well, see, Shahai, right. She's on the run, accused of kidnapping Darsetsu and... Bloody hell, Otto. And the crab? Oh, yeah. Well, they're mostly staying out of it. But I've got some ideas and a plotline involving the Black Scrolls and a new clan up north in the Shadowlands and... <sighs> this is the Art of Warcast a podcast about Legend of the Five Rings, the living card game from Fantasy Flight Games. Your hosts are Tobin Lopez, Carl Anderton, and Doug Keister. Episode 56, Bring in the Funky Honk. All right, welcome. I'm Tobin Lopez. I'm Carl Anderton. I'm Doug Keister. What are we up to today, Carl? New fiction, Winter Court, New fiction, Worlds, Draft. New fiction, Winter Court, Draft. Holy mackerel, Clamor expansion, multiplayer team. Line pack, crab pack, the eternal novella, more new fiction. Shall I keep going? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holy cow! We got slammed with new fiction. I am one behind. I, f- I was keeping up. I am one behind right now. <laughs> which, which one have you not read? <laughs> the most recent, the uh, the Halloweeny thing, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah so that's not, a, that's I guess that's a, not plot line. Yeah. Yeah, so. that's a standalone. That one's an interesting one. Oh, I'll bet. Yeah, it's I just, a, I just, I, I can't keep up. Sorry, guys. It kept <laughs> coming. <laughs> you know. Oh my word. No, it's, it's good. It's, it's all good. It's really good. So since we last recorded, we did. There was a uh, the trust me, which is crab. The one that you didn't read, right? That's yeah. the that's yes, the yeah, yeah. One. That's the the haunted one. Yeah. I'm going backwards in time. So cornered lion, right? Mm-hmm. Which focused on Tuturi, mm-hmm. and that results in what the Shogun from next week's Winter Court will decide. Yeah, they put and the then, season set for that too, didn't they? Yeah. Yep, and then you have the Price of Failure, which is a crane centric one. Wind through falling, th- wind through falling leaves. Kakita Yoshi, and behind yeah, the empty throne, which is a shoju focused one. Mm-hmm. So. I, we've talked intermittently over over uh, WhatsApp and what have you about these things. Thoughts? The first one is always like, I, I, I kind of completely understand why, but no one believes Shoju. It kind right, of cracks me right. up. The one time he's telling the damn truth, guys, <laughs> and you really, really don't believe him. Yeah, and, and no he's one like does. totally just like, true, he's you know? just totally like, yes, <laughs> I'm doing the right thing here. I'm doing the right thing. He even his confronts his wife in a his less friend wanted than, him to do it. So that's his less thing. Less than a menial you know? way. Oh, right? yeah, no kidding. Oh, my word. 
this is the price of being a scorpion. I mean, you're not wrong, but it just still cracks me up. It's, it's true. like he is telling the truth, telling the truth. On the front of, um, not to get off subjects, like in the front of um, Kachiko, saw the new spoiled cards with um, Asami replacing her. You mm-hmm. seen that? The yeah. Yogo Asami card? Mm-hmm. Where um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, um, Beichuke, Kachiko cannot be targeted by... Right, can events, I be targeted oh by enemies' events? I'm never, I don't think it's ever going to get played, but it's is an that, amazing where, thematic card. Where is card. that from? Is that <sighs> I don't know. from the... Is it in Clan War? Is it maybe it's in the... No. Clan War expansion or maybe the Crab Pack? I think it's what... I'm not might, sure. Might be yeah. Crab Pack, but I forget. Yeah. But I remember seeing it and going, I don't think I'd ever play it, but yeah, that's, that's like the most thematic card. That's her double. Like the yeah. most thematic card ever. It's great. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I, I really like the Scorpion story. Oh, yeah. I really... The Behind the Empty Throne, the, the that was really cool. And I... Like last episode, I saw. How do I find myself rooting for for Soju? <laughs> Here I am rooting for Soju. I mean, I don't think I'll ever play a Scorpion card in an L five R deck, but I'm gonna root for the Scorpion in the story. <laughs> you ought to play Scorpion sometimes. I should. I should. I shouldn't. I shouldn't say never. But oof. I like where they're going with the story. Hello. Uh, for this time around, than the way they did the story of the Clan War last time. Yeah. So I like this better than the AEG plotline. Yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those. It's it's, it's more say, human. I was gonna say I was gonna say Game of Thrones. In, it's almost beyond that. It is in that point of like there's so many little mistakes that all completely sensibly add up to a complete clusterfuck. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know it, and it's it's such a no, it's like yeah I can see how we got there. You know it's a complicated path, but yeah I can see how every single decision that was made was sensible. And you're watching yeah. people like um, Yoshi, like you said, going. This is complete rubbish. I'm going to do these things. These are an awful idea, as it turns out, as far as the Empire, Empire is concerned, but I'm going to keep doing them. And each one is reasonable and digs them deeper. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 You know, yeah, Greek, Greek tragedy, I think, is the phrase we're looking for. <laughs> that's what we've got going on I here. I like well, that, that it's you know, a very... very much what keeps passing through my head. Yeah, yeah. it is. It is uh, definitely. And it's, it's yeah. a very human storyline. They haven't really brought in much of the supernatural at all. Yeah, that's the, mo- that's the thing about motivations, right? Shoju's not corrupted by a sword. He just yeah. thinks he's doing the right thing. You know, well, and he is doing the right thing. Yeah, he's, I mean, he know. is. He was. Yeah, yeah. I keep there, and there his is a friend asked him. He's now, doing what his friend now asked one of the him. Things, guys. One of the things we've I've noticed here, uh, putting this list together, is there's not a, there's not any phoenix, right? The phoenix seem to have. We don't know what's going on with them. Yeah. Right. We know well, last we checked in with them, it was kind of the novella, and a few other bits and pieces here and there, but that's about it. Yeah. The most we're getting right? is Kaidi. That's about it, and that's a yeah a single person's yeah, viewpoint. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. Well, we got the the one where the uh, the shrine burned down. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that, that's been a while. Yeah, was that was that in the novella? Or no, was that in the short fiction. That was a short fiction. That was a short okay. fiction. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, we've had stuff since after. the novella. Yeah. 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 It's the novella was spring of twenty. A while back. Yeah. yeah. It's been. We've had. We've had Phoenix fiction since then. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's fair Not to much. say don't don't come to us for an accurate timeline of what happened <laughs> <laughs> right now because holy cow, there's been a lot. Oh my word. Well, they need to recollect all this stuff into more scrolls. You know, the second scroll, maybe third scroll by now. We've got to be approaching. Yeah, we've got to be approaching next one of those compilations, right? Maybe when this, where where is this plot line re- reaching a reasonable point at which to pause? Because it just keeps kind of gently accelerating. Well, what they'll do, what they'll do is, I think it'll be, I think it'll be dictated by the decision by the sort of Shogun, right? So, cornered one, point. cornered lion part one was released, right, and it set it up. Uh, Slight spoilers. It's only a four-pager, so I'm not going to give too much away. But basically, they set up Toturi thinking about various this things he can do, right? And then it ends with Kaede saying, here's what you do, without actually saying seeing it on the page. Mm-hmm. He says something to the effect of, and then she spoke, 
end. You mean, and you mean, I knew what I was going to do. The, the detective, and, like, and that was it. Yeah, the, right? the, the, the detective noir cliffhanger. And then I knew right. what I had to and do. What I is that? I had to Not do. telling like, you. Oh. You know. <laughs> All right. So, so they'll, the, the plan is that the Shogun will choose from one of the four choices, and we'll discuss those four choices here shortly. But one of the four choices, they'll release part two uh, sometime soon. I don't. I can't remember if they said the next day or the next few weeks or whatever. But sometime soon, and then that will kind of dictate where the pause is. I can't imagine it'd right? be fairly quick because they've they've probably they've got these four written right. They just need to pick one. Also, yeah. also, it's not. Yeah. Where they are now with the the overall plot, things are just getting started. So it's going to steamroll and things are going to build. Oh yeah, but that's kind of my point. Is where because we're in the build up now. Is I was wondering wondering where would be a good point to pause. But I think Tobin's quite right. The moment we got to the big decision, clearly Totori's going to shake up the rest of the plot. We pause there. Um, so. I think we don't necessarily get a pause until well, off, the Clan know. War expansion comes out. Ooh, is that the ending point? Yeah. Mm. Or maybe that maybe we get a pause until that time. Right, but between no, like, say mid-November uh, and then Clan War expansions and le- and leading up to the Clan War, that's where we get some more fiction. When, when either I, way, when I say a pause, I'm not so much talking about literally stop getting story, but more more where does the scroll cut off? When when we co- when they compile these, where, where's your, <laughs> oh, where's your oh, cut right, point? Right, right. Where do we end this act well, two? You know, that's that's <laughs> one know. thing I want to really try to do at Worlds and Winter or sorry Winter Court is is push uh, to whomever I talk to the powers that be at, uh, at total at FFG. I want to say f- we need a second scroll. Just, just yeah. please, more please yeah, compile put, the fiction. Put a places. second scroll. You know, we'd like to have Jason and Emily Wallace did a wonderful job with those first scrolls oh. that we gave away at the Cote here in Denver. Has FFG published any of them themselves? Or no. Than the PDF? Well, he just has the P- they have the collected yeah. PDF of the first scroll. Come what on. we want is is additional collected scrolls. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, totally. No, I'm just thinking as well things. as that. With the how cover. About, how about and, do yeah yeah do know. a real deal, please? You know? Yeah 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 yeah. So Absolutely. that's what we like to do, right? So I have a couple a couple things about the fictions, right? So uh, we talked about Soju and, uh, Soju and Sumiko, the, the dragon leader, mm-hmm. right? The dragon champion. She, they, they apparently have come to an understanding, which is they will cooperate for as long as it benefits both of them. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, right? a, it's a kind of political Knowing the inner voice treaty, of both of them, you know, right? Yeah. They, neither of them trust each other. Shoujo is manipulating. I mean, of course he's manipulating. He's speaking. Um, you know, and oh, Sumiko is playing very carefully. Let me interrupt you. By the way, spoilers. We're going <laughs> to talk about way. this. If you haven't read the fiction, then Been you're bit late by now, probably but. way behind and you're going to take a while to get up. So hitting pause and going to read the fiction will take you several days. Go so ahead. V- very briefly, I would say as well, a little aside, I'm very amused um, by the fact that I play Scorpion and Dragon and always have. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had no idea. Here it is. It's right here, apparently. Here's the plot line for it. Well, if you wait long enough, then uh, something you do is going to be right, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, right? You know, the broken clock twice a day. Yes, you know, exactly, exactly. No kidding. Uh, yeah, um, no, um, and Subiko clearly basically doing the same back at him. This is the right thing to do. This is the sensible move. I'm in control of the situation, so sure. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and maybe Shoju's right. Shoju plays a little bit on thinking of how much of hers is now ambition. Now she's got the new position she's given. I, d- I don't know how much of a feel that I get, but I can see at least a little bit of a motivation like that. Yeah, I can. I, no, I, t- I totally can see it. Yeah, it's it's not it's not the driving force, but it's a little human niggle pushing her along. You know. Yeah. Well, it's it's his leverage to move her around as a chess piece. Completely. Yeah. She she's she's going to do the right stuff, but the the little ambition tweak is there. You can mess yeah. with. Yeah. And then so and then I uh, somewhere in here my notes were wrong. One of them is not necessarily Kikiri Yoshi, but 
but we talk we focus on Suko Matsusuko mm-hmm. and her. Did you mean Quanin here instead of Yoshi? Yeah. Oh, maybe that's who yeah. I meant. That's meant. I mean, who? I, yes, you're, yes, you're, yes. You're, that's you're, I you're uh, um, like confusing my. Your L five R love affair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yoshi. Uh, sorry. Uh, Suko is pretty power hungry and crazy, and she wants to exact revenge for the death of her lover. And oh my gosh, she's. I don't. She's a hard charger. I don't know as though I would say she's power hungry, necessarily. I also don't know as though she's crazy. She's definitely aggrieved. If you, even if you look at the the old AEG fiction, she and Totori never got along. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, you know, Totori is more thoughtful, more reserved. He is. He's very much, you know, an Okoto. He's mm-hmm. he's 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 slow to make a move. Right. Well, Suko is very much a Matsu. She is, you know, hot blooded. Like you said, hard charging. Yeah, she's a warrior, and she acts first and thinks later. And Totori's the opposite, so that's why they never get along. Right. And so there's there's a long history of her basically chafing at Totori because she thinks he is not doing the right thing or going too slow or you know he needs to be more assertive or whatever. And so I don't necessarily think that she's necessarily like power hungry or you know necessarily wants to usurp him or anything like that okay but i think that she just feels like this is something that has to be done yeah i mean she's not particularly happy about both taking power both taking responsibility and literally taking power i mean she agonizes over it. it's completely fair i mean my initial response is she is kind of nuts she she is little off the wall little um in that kind of yeah she's definitely like seeking revenge and has unresolved something she's yeah that's true the the death of her lover it was in was no no no. as impactful as not her lover yeah her fiance. Her fiance. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, yeah, exactly. And you know, the so. champion and all kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and it's a reasonable call, but you're quite right. There is more. There is more nuance. Like there is with everything. We haven't encountered anyone who's even close to one-dimensional in these stories, right. and neither is she. There is. There is more there. She's definitely don't I mean, want to do this, but it's driving. You know, even showed you to me doesn't come off as power hungry. No, anything no. but right. No, no it's, no, it's like, another tool. You know. Yeah. But she's she. She definitely thinks that the Lion Clan is being steered the wrong way, right? right? And mm-hmm. she's like, "No, right. I want to take this has to go somewhere different." Because yeah. she's driven by the loss of her. Of, of she's driven by the, she's driven by many things, though. Mm-hmm. She's driven by the, the loss, definitely, but she's also driven by, you know, just her internal, you know, her own internal compass, mm-hmm. and and just the the friction that she's always had with Totori. Yeah. I mean, she's driven by the idea of what the Lion Clan should be. Right. She's got a Matsu view of what the clan's supposed to be like, yeah. okay. and she sees it's, this as a grief. It's very right. much her family and her her lineage within mm-hmm. the Lion Clan. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. also there's also that a driving factor there as well. Yeah, I mean, it's because the Matsu are known for being some of the fiercest warriors in Rokugan, the 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 people who you know take point on the charges and things like that. Mm-hmm. They're the ones out front. They're they are. They are hardcore, right? Yeah, they're the vanguard. Yeah, yeah. So, so the 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 Akoto, the tacticians, the thinkers, the generals, the, the people who stay back and like you know look at the chessboard and move the pieces around and things like that. Both sort of bloodlines kind of have slightly you know sort of a different 
Dynamic. Way, yeah, they 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 have different you know thoughts, different you know ways that they're raised and things like that. So there's there's that there's a friction there within the Lion Clan always. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I would say one of the things you can look at look at it is is we keep talking about Shoju. Shoju is convinced to his core everything he's doing is for is for honor for duty. He's doing the right thing that he should be doing, right. no matter how horrible those things right. are. Matsu believes exactly the same thing. Yeah, she Suko believes that the honor of Lion Clan is completely inviolate. That's it has to be avenged in itself. Yeah. And so she's convinced she's doing that as a duty. She also sees a power vacuum. Yeah, no kidding. When there is, there's no, tr- yeah. no point to, two she, points about she, it. Surgery's not there. That's and that's that's another thing. If if it was her trying to just usurp power, you know, why would she have waited? No, yeah. she. But Totori's disappeared. He is now the Emerald Champion. He is. He has greater responsibilities than the Lion Clan. There's a power vacuum. Right. And no. That's true. And there's that's no true. one to step up yeah. into it. Because Akoto Arasu is dead. Yeah, no one's going to fill those shoes other than, well, her. And so, she, so she sees that a duty to her clan to do what she does. Yeah. Yep. Now, we, we obviously as readers get kind of infuriated because she's doing it in the Lion Clan way, which is the, right, let's go take something. I've decided. Let's go Let's go make a big military move and kill some people and well, do this but, thing. You know? But that's, that's also that's the way she the has way to. She, that's yeah. the way she thinks, though, yeah. too, that's, right? That's her, but that's, it's also the way yeah. she has to. Yeah. yeah. Like, the, the, the rest of the clan isn't going to respect her if she's not... Amatsu. <laughs> yeah, she's, <laughs> and if she's not like a successful general, she doesn't have some sort of visible uh, statement of, you know, I am a leader, here's what I have done. Yeah, I mean, that's the other thing, of course. That's why she makes the attack she's doing. I'm in charge now. This is how we're doing it. I can mm-hmm. win this stuff. Now, Kwanawan. <laughs> Kwanan, yeah. the poor sod. Yeah. Um, I read that one going. This this looks like it's this this yeah. does not seem to be going. This is going bad. He, oh now, my. now because I'm confused, <laughs> I want to straighten this out, and I'll do the I'll do it publicly. So Kwanan was the 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 story that I'm remembering where he sat and he waited with his army. Yep, of, with his 24 of, bushi. Yeah, yeah, a couple <laughs> dozen folks, and he screwed everything up. Yes, that was <laughs> okay. Kwanan. I mean, did he screw it up? No. Did everything go wrong? Yes. I you know. I still I still appreciate the man. I think he's he's still really good looking. Oh, God. Okay, that hard to say. That hurt to now say. that he's you know <laughs> bruised and battered and <laughs> oh my and God. riding away on his horse in shame. Yeah, I mean he's we were gonna say that um I was gonna say earlier that um. Excuse me. Suko is the embodiment of the Greek tragedy situation. Everything leads up towards her doing something that is probably not going to turn out well, right? Well, our <laughs> K-man here—it's like doesn't seem to have doesn't seem to have got as far as the Greek. He's stuck in the tragedy, really. I think you know it's just oh lord. I mean, I loved that one because it was a perfect subversion. So I've got this great plan. I'm going to this is going to go completely I, wrong. I've got a great plan. You know, you know. I've just I've just you know taken the championship and or. In some fashion, I've I've seen some success, and I'm gonna put it to work. Yeah, and then that just falls completely yeah. flat. And then Blamo. the flip side as well of Hitomi going, well, okay, that all seemed to go to Satori. Hello, Satori. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, and then Satori, the, the, big, the big like, oh, oh, yeah. kind of yeah. kick in, right? Lord knows where we're going oh, from there. So God. two two princes on the run. So yep. you know. So you've got uh, you've got Satori, who was literally in the wind. You've got Daisetsu, who was with Shahai. And Togashi Mitsu just yep. found them. That's yep. where we last oh, saw yes, them. That's right. right. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. You've got Hitomi going. Oh crap! I just lost <laughs> Satori. Yep. And then you've got the, everything happening at Osanuchi, where the Dragon Clan are the enforcing army. I guess. Yeah. Occupying. Occupying, occupying is army. the right term. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so all very cool stuff. Like, oh, and and here are the four decisions for the Shogun. We'll kind of wrap it up with that. So the four decisions that that came out of a cornered line, one, 
Totori seeks the rightful heir, Hante Daisetsu, pledging him, pledging to protect him from all threats and return him safely to the capital? Or will Tortori investigate the attempt on his life and possible connections to the Emperor's death, dragging the perpetrators into the light to foil their efforts? Or will he return to the Lion Clan and confront Suko, hoping to gain her support and unify the Lion Clan in order to restore order to the capital? I think that's, that's the least interesting one for well. me. <laughs> Tortori undergoes a pilgrimage to seek the counsel of his former sensei at the Monastery of the Winds. Actually, that might be the least interesting of them. <laughs> so start by skipping the first one. Let's talk about the other three first. Uh, I, I like the first two. I mean, the first two seem like the m more exciting thing. Now, the last two probably have the longest timeline of, like, w we saw what happened when Meishodu, when that first decision was made two years ago, that, that put Shahai in the capital, mm -hmm. yep. right? Which resulted in what's happening now, some of what's happening now. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I think these, these last two are going to be those subtle decisions. Th yeah, these that's last what two put okay. someone somewhere so that something happens in 2021. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the slow burn version. Right? Yeah. The first two are the more immediate I mean, effects. The reason I said what I said is, first of all, for me, if I were writing this story, the thing that Totori would do is the first one. I would put cash in it. Yeah. It's, 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 it's like, just simply, that's what the one his character to me says, that's what he'd go and do. What like, about you, Doug? What do I think is most in character for him to do? Number four, honestly. Undergoes really? a pilgrimage go off, to go off the pilgrimage on his own? Former sensei? Yeah, he, remember, Totori's a tactician. A he thinks everything out. Thoughtful guy. He makes, you know, he, he plans an, uh, everything out and acts very slowly. Mm -hmm. So that's probably the most Totori of Totori things to do. That's the most extreme of, that's the most, like, pure yeah. of the... Now, what, I, what way, I would right? like him to do, uh, I think I would like him to uh, do number two, as long as it includes him going back to court and confirming Shoju as the regent. Yeah, publicly. Okay. Well, I I wrote this edict in the presence of the you know of the Hantai, mm -hmm. and I watched him sign it. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, like you know, basically, I would like to see. The Lion Clan, or at least Totori, like, you know, stand up for the yeah, empire. Stand up for the empire. Stand up for Shoju. Stand up for Hantai the Thirty Eighth. All the complications they're in. Really. Yeah, and and that I think would make things. I think that'd be an interesting turn, a little bit. Yeah. Because yeah. then, there's always going to be those out there who think that oh well, Shoju must have you know some sort of blackmail on him or something for him to say that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not going to it's not going to clear things up as much as anyone would hope. But it, know, it does. But it does clear things up for some people, mm -hmm. but yeah. not for others. Yeah, yeah and, and sure, like yeah. say, and some muddies okay. it some. My I, God, they've got claws in the lion clan too. Yeah, I'd like him, I'd like him to like you know sort of you know take a stand. Yeah. Okay, I would see that as part of number one personally. I think reinstating Daisetsu would be a whole. Why am I bringing this guy back? Because the edict was right, you morons. You know, I'm like come on, you know. Basically. Yeah, they could they could be a part of part uh, part of number yeah. one also. Yeah, totally. But I mean, I see what you're saying. The first the, the second one the second one is the Sherlock Holmes bit. Yeah. But know, the I'm second gonna, one, let's yeah. assume he let's let's assume he does the second one and he finds the per he finds out what happens. That leads to a schism within the uh, oh, yeah. Scorpion Clan. The Scorpion because clan all of a sudden all of a sudden yeah. Shoju has to basically disavow his wife. Yeah, yeah. Well, on the flip side as well, it it, it gets it complicates even further, right? Totori comes back and says, right, Shoju should be the regent. He's going to be regent until Daisetsu comes of age. Daisetsu should be the emperor. Not a problem. Shoju's, Shoju's got the authority. It's all good. Oh, and by the way, his clan also tried to kill me. 
rewind a second there, sorry. <laughs> you know, and so he's in this problem like, oh, wait a second. Crap. Yeah, I need to yeah. confirm the uh, confirm the authority of and the authenticity of someone whose clan also underhandedly tried to murder me and screw this whole but thing up. Now, you, know? now you haven't yeah. read the corner. Have you read the corner line? He wasn't, he oh, wasn't, yeah. it wasn't clear to me from reading that that he knew he doesn't that it was Scorpion assassination. But, but he would if attempt. he does this. That's yes. my point. If he does um, this, he yeah, would figure maybe, it out. Yeah, he yeah. finds he, out, he, finds out. He investigates. He yeah. finds out who's behind it, and then he does. And he's got so, like, so he comes back to the comes back to the uh, Sanuchi, confirms you know the the edict for everyone publicly, and while he's starting his investigation. So, and then like a week later, two weeks later, whatever, <laughs> he comes before the his the regent who he has publicly supported and is the Emerald Champion of, and says, "Oh, by the way, sir." Your wife and your, you know, and Aramoro over here uh, did this thing. Yeah, yeah. Better than that. What if he doesn't figure out who told Aramoro to do it? Just the Scorpion clan. Yeah. That's the kind of thing I'm looking at. It You're quite be, right. Yeah. You could find out Kachiko, but everyone else is going to paint the, Scorp- the clan as one clan and go, oh, so Shoju was playing all three sides at once. Of course he was. You know, right. you know. <laughs> you know. Now, so, yeah. Now, it, it, uh, that would be, I think that would be very... Make for a very meaty story. Yeah. Oh, it, yes. Well, I think what we're given, given what we're talking about next, I think meaty is easily what we're going to be seeing. There's a expansion, multiplayer expansion called the Clan War expansion. Yes. I don't know if it's a if it's not officially named deluxe or what have you. But it's a deluxe. It's, it's, a, deluxe, yes. it's, it's a, a Clan it's a, War expansion. It is a follow-on to Children of the Empire. Yes, yep. that size. Which so brings which brings in. I guess um, it's a premium expansion, right? Premium, yeah, premium, yeah, whatever it whatever might be. They, what are they calling it these days? Yeah. So that brings in multiplayer. Not only the, the kind of formalizing the free-for-all three-player multiplayer that we that was been beta tested for mm-hmm. a while, but also a two v- versus two team format. Two-headed giant. Which I believe yeah. is also expandable to a three versus three. Yes, I think it's oh three Lord. three. <laughs> Uh, so now, <laughs> like, so we've got like basically three multiplayer formats in this box. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's pretty it's pretty interesting. The two v two seems like a Friday night for three or four hours. I was going <laughs> to say actually, uh, one of the things we haven't mentioned is we're actually recording uh, the Colorado Gamers Extra Life um, yes, yes, charity yes. convention, and that is the kind of thing to which I might bring the three by three. Because you might get that done today. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> basically some, one of those days. We're we're, we're playing like a twelve-hour straight run and plus, and that's the only time I think I would consider doing the three by three team mm-hmm. version. Yeah, holy it's a, cow! It's a and and what is really cool about that is there's a new keyword in the in the game now. Support, yeah. uh, a support card can the fate cost of the support card can be played by any other player. Yeah. As well as the player playing the card. If if you can't get cooperation to to pay the cost and you can't pay it yourself, then it doesn't get played. But y- you as a team member, you, you and I are on a team, and I don't have the fate, but you do. I can play this card because I have it in my hand. It's, you're, it's effectively like... A shared hand and a shared fate pool, yeah. with respect to support. I'd also turn that around and say the far more interesting use for that is the th- is the free for all. I'm going to play a fate worse than death. I can't fully pay for it, Doug. Doug looks at the table and goes, "I'd quite like that fate to go off, actually." Right, <laughs> right, right, right. And throws the one in, you know, and so on and so forth like that. There's, there's that kind of that kind of machinations mm-hmm. the interesting. But thing, it's also you know. going to be fun in in just you know standard you know one v one to go. So did I tell me to pay for this? <laughs> yeah, like here, here's something you? that's going <laughs> to completely screw you. 
You want to pay a fee? Want to pay a fee? Well, I mean, that would be an interesting thing. Like you, you like there's a there's a there's a then there's a character you could put a character into the game that forces your opponent to support you, like a kind of a goblin sneakish kind of thing. I can see a f- maybe I can see a few. I mean, Goblin Seek is basically that, yeah. You know, you know. One time hit. Yeah, some little bits like maybe um, both both players get a benefit, so it could be could be conceivable. You know, everyone drawing cards, stuff like that. Or yeah. maybe it's just simply a situation of where you're in that place of you have two options. You can help me play this, or right, you know, right, so your right. opponent gets the whole. Well, ah. but there's a there, I guess that's what Levy is for. <laughs> it's in that it's in that realm. Levy's kind of in that area, but I, I get I'll, what you're saying. It would Levy be a fun one to get. Yeah. And strong. well, on the flip side as well, we don't talk competitive, competitive and too much, but there is a reasonable argument to always be said that any card that gives your opponent a choice, he will always pick the worst one for you. Which makes yeah. it less interesting in competitive play. Mm-hmm. So, you know. True, true. But but all these card all the cards in this expansion are valid yes. in one V one. Enlightenment. Enlightenment uh, yes. is the one, right? Oh my <laughs> word. I was trying to explain this to one of the people I work with who doesn't play too much L5R directly, but I was going through and saying, Right, so what needs to happen is you need to win two conflicts. Okay, cool. And then your opponent not only has to lose both conflicts, but after losing the first one, have to go on and actually do their second conflict for you. Yes. And then you have to gain an additional conflict. Yes. And win that. Yes. And then you win the game. Yes. So if you're a unicorn, you can do it. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe if your opponent lets you do it. Or somehow, you know. If your opponent doesn't go, you've got Enlightenment in that deck, right? Waiting. Next. You know, yeah. But, yeah, it's yeah. Just <laughs> well, yeah, Enlightenment, five-cost card. To, you trigger all the rings that you have in, in in your claimed ring pool, and then if you have all five, you win the game. But Blammo. still, that's, I mean, it's a nice balance because even triggering like two, maybe even one, is probably worth the card half yeah. the time. Uh, it depends. Money. It depends. If, you, if you've got two rings in your pool, yeah, and it's and you're looking at it's the end of the last conflict or whatever. Oh yeah, the stuff you can get away with. And, and the the you know. the, pos- the possible exception is the water ring, like the. You hmm. could wa- you could oh. use water to if you do it after the conflicts are over before glory counts have begun. I'm thinking of like how powerful is Sukune because that's almost the same effect she has, right? Mm-hmm. She you you maybe have two and you have two more that can be yeah. triggered. So enlightenment is almost the same effect. I don't think you play it for five fate if you don't win. Like I just like the ring triggers seem to be uh, this state of the competitive game at least the ring triggers seem to be the weakest thing getting your component dishonored getting my person honored. yeah but they're strategic yeah, yeah that's mean, true i mean that's keep true. in mind if you've if got fire and if you've got fire and air down that's a two honor kill yeah okay so let's yeah. let's yeah. okay suppose this you and i are playing tobin mm-hmm. it's uh i'm second player it's my second conflict I am going to win this conflict, and I've also won one of your conflicts on defense, so I'm going to have three rings in my pool. Right. The conflict ends. We have an action window. In that action window, I play Enlightenment to trigger those three rings a second time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, op- the options if there it's, are if it's If it's fire, water, and air, that's a pretty good combination right there. I dishonor one of your guys, I unbow one of my guys, and I take a fate from you, or I take two from the yeah. pool. And there's plenty of favor-focused yeah. decks, too, and favor's good. So I'm, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying it's definitely up in the competitive power, but I kind of like how they definitely give it enough firepower yeah. to not yeah. dismiss it yeah. immediately. It's, it's, yeah. Not, it's definitely going to be a situational card, mm-hmm. yeah. but there are I can see situations where you would spend the five to play it without winning the game. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's you know consumed by five fires level of... of 
game changer. Yeah, that would that would suck. But, you, like but you it's say, close. It's toolboxy too. It's utilitarian because yeah. you know, five, um, consume my five fires does one thing very well. This right. is a card which goes same cost. Or if, if I yeah. have if mm-hmm. I have the if I've won the Earth Ring, oh lord, yeah. yeah. If you Earthring, yeah, if you Earthring, then Earthring again, that probably is worth the five. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Like, oh my god! Especially, if, especially if if I already have a card advantage over you. Yeah, yeah totally. But yeah, yeah. There's, 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 there's there points. are places where it can be played, but you you are correct that it is hard to justify the five. Yeah. But I think there are places where you could in one v one. Well, let's be blunt here. That um, money for days unicorn. If anyone, if anyone can afford the occasional five in the conflict mm-hmm. phase, it's them. Mm-hmm. So you know. Yeah, she just she she she. Yeah, Shin- I played against that enough. Shinjo Shiro. Shiro Shinjo. Yeah, when your opponent's starting to use round with 10. Shiro Shinjo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 there you go. When, when, yeah, when one of the regular guys I regularly play against is like, yeah, start the round, I gain 10. Like, oh. Although Shinjo Shishi <laughs> sounds kind of like a, a good uh, title for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, so so one of the things that this this is really cool, this is an alternative format. Yes. Right? This is this formalizes uh, uh, free-for-all three-player, and but it also formalizes 2v2, which is... I think a much more casual, much more fun way to can be a fun way to play this game, mm-hmm. and I think we have a face. We have a listener question asking about the alternative ways to play this game, and I think this is one of those. I've seen various posts on Reddit uh, talking about two v two will bring me back. This is something mm-hmm. that like four of us can play because I'm the only competitive one in our group of four or five players. Everybody else kind of wants to play it for fun, so you. 2v2 thing is a very cool thing. Well, not, it, the more ways you have to play L5R, the more people will feel as if they can play L5R. And yeah. there there aren't enough ways to play kitchen table games with this game right yeah. now. Yeah, right. totally, totally. Yeah. yeah. It's it's so hardcore, so tournament focused, so you know, just spiky right now that yeah. it's it's, it's hard a, to keep people in the game who aren't that yeah. way. So this is a good development for it. Yeah, it, yeah. T- totally. Yeah, it is. This expanding the game is good. Now, t- talking about expanding the game and another format, draft. So this was announced uh, a couple weeks ago. They 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 released the schedule for Worlds for the Winter Court events, and draft was on there. Yep. And then later on, Tyler followed the FFG followed up with a post, uh, an article by Tyler explaining how the draft works. And so and those spoiling some of the draft pack exactly. <laughs> so uh, the, and he was recently interviewed by uh, Jade Throne. So Jade Throne had Tyler on, and he talked about uh, making a PDF available for these cards, these draft pack cards. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they're going to be published so much as uh, published on a PDF. They so better you can be published. Do, do sleeping. I, w- I would like to see a physical product for this. Yeah. And oh yeah. Yeah. I, the, but that's mainly because I hate printing out cards. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they'll have a physical product for those who participate in the Winter Court, and mm. I'm hoping they have more than that. They to they give out. That would be depending wonderful. on the success of the of the court of the events at the court, the popularity. Well, I'm going to try and yeah. get into it. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 for sure. And so that that draft pack, that those draft packs and those draft cards in that draft format is again another way to play L5R. That's and it's and it's designed. Tyler designed it with one core set in mind. 
Yeah, I mean, well, that, for, that a draft, for a draft style game, that's perfect. You don't want many repeats. That's the point of a draft. Yeah. You know. You know. So because I'm a crazy card collector, I've been collecting a third play set of cards. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, so you have something to do with them is what you're saying. Well, this is one of the reasons why I started doing it. Why I started getting like a third play set of cards so I can build a draft cube. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. yeah. A cube. A cube. God, I keep thinking of a drafting for this game. I'd, I'd love to know some more details about what real, real restrictions going in. Are we doing traditional free-for-all, whatever you draft you can play, ignore, no, ignore no. clans, No, so no, so there's a draft know. role that says you can pair with another clan, with oh, two other clans. And that's, yeah, so that's right, and that's... Um, yeah. Without yes. influence. And that's, that's for all cards, Dynasty and... Well, no, 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 actually, sorry, one other clan. Yeah, yeah. That's for Dynasty and Conflict, right? That's a mixture, mixture of both, I'm pretty sure. Mm, right? I don't know. And that's, what, that's what I'm interested uh, in. I, so, yeah. I, believe it's, I believe it's a mixture of both. Yeah, if I remember correctly, but uh, you ignore influence points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, typical things like that from seeing yeah. like it, it would have. Okay, so. w- the way that the drafts work, uh, my understanding after reading the article, but it's been a while. So there's a uh, a neutral stronghold that everybody gets, mm-hmm. and like it's like what is it like five or six or s- uh, some some number of neutral provinces. Yeah, uh, that you can use, and then like the stronghold, like the clan strongholds, and things are in the, the the draft packs that you get so you make a bunch of like i think it's like 16 card draft packs and then those then that's how you draft mm-hmm. uh and so you can if you draft a stronghold you can use that stronghold if you use the neutral stronghold you have to declare that i'm using this neutral stronghold but i'm going to be unicorn or whatever clan you want to you know be mm-hmm. as your primary mm-hmm. one and then uh there are roles that are draft only roles that allow you to uh that have all the elements and keeper and seeker as traits on it and that allow you to pair with another clan. And I think, and again, I might be remembering this wrong, but I, th- I don't think I am. It allows you to do dynasty and conflict because it's hard, ignore, gonna be hard yeah, to ignore influence. It's going to be hard yeah. to draft enough cards to build a full dynasty deck with just of a single clan. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe, maybe that, Maybe you can. Maybe I haven't seen how the, what the construction for the draft packs is. Mm-hmm. But then you've got, if you need to make up your deck, you can fill it up with either, if you're not quite at 40 cards, you can fill it up with Good Omens and uh, Wandering Ronins. Yeah, the, the, mm-hmm. the construction is 30-30. Yeah. And so with the roles, there's either a role that allows you to pair with this. There's a, like various roles that allow you to pair with one clan, and that's got the clan mon on it. Or there's one that allows you to... Uh, Basically, pull from just about any clan, but you can't use unique characters. Huh. So there, yeah. So if if you go back and look at uh, look at the articles again on that, it's really interesting what they're doing, the way they've, they're or the way they're structuring this. You say that's that's really interesting because when we're talking about good drafting and well built drafting games, let's be fair here. We're relating it to Magic the Gathering. Magic the Gathering is the the one the game that made this work, and a lot of Magic mm-hmm. stuff is based on the idea that as you draft, you pick mana colors. Right. And so essentially, what we're talking about here is you pick clans. That's yes. how it works. And in the end, you end up working towards, right, I'm going to have these colors in my deck, ergo, I have this stuff. So the idea that um, they're going towards that route for both Dynasty and Conflict to mix them together allows good drafting tactics. Basically, we know how this will play out. That's really and, interesting. And this will all be either you know confirmed at Worlds or not. <laughs> yeah, we'll find out. I think they should. I think it's the, it would be the smart call. That's why I was curious. Because compared to a lot of the other um, LCGs where we've had drafting stuff, they haven't had that essentially mana color style situation. Right. You know. So yeah, that's really really intriguing to see. That's, so yeah, so yeah. there definitely is an idea that you're going to be 
going after a primary clan. Yeah. Oh, well, as you go through, you know, well, it looks like I'm in Scorpion. Ooh, wait, okay, dragon came up. So I might be in Scorpion Dragon. Let's see. Yeah, well, but, yeah, but you're, you're, the, I, I, another situation is going to happen to me. It's, I'm going to be drafting dragon or something or crab or whatever, and I'm going to get a draft pack, and it's going to have Kachiko in it. Yeah. Like, Ooh, you open the new one and go, well... I mean, j- as, as always, say, if you haven't drafted before and you're going to the Winter Court draft, there is something you need to know about referred to as a spite draft. If you open your open one of your packs and the first card you have in it is Kachiko, take the damn thing. <laughs> I don't yes. care if you're going to play it, you do not want that in the sodding pool. It's it's either spite drafting or hate drafting, drafting. is what it's also yeah. called. Yeah, oh yeah, but yeah, just yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm going to play, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to draft this card and I'm not going to use it so that nobody else can. <laughs> Kachiko gets buried, whoop, <laughs> Now, uh, some other so, moving on to some other winter court stuff. So, the uh, Lion Clan pack. So much has happened. Like this is what happens when one of us goes on vacation. The other one goes for a high school reunion. <laughs> uh, the other one had magic release. So, Jeez. like you know, I think it's been about a month since we recorded last. Maybe and, and of Game course, course you know, weeks. in our absence, shit happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we, we we had the in between the online one, didn't we? That wasn't too far back, but yeah, it's yeah, been a yeah, while. Yeah, it's yeah. been a while. Yeah, we released we released the uh, restricted list uh, interview with Tyler. Yes. Mm-hmm. So anyhow, we have. Uh, the Winter Court, the they announced that, of course, everyone's probably aware, if you're listening to the podcast, you're aware that there have been problems trying to get Lion Pack out into stores. Well, it finally freaking landed in stores yesterday as we yep. sit here. We're sitting here on November 2nd. What they announced, what FFG announced was that the Lion Clan Pack would be given out to each participant uh, who is eligible for Winter, who has a Winter Court ticket, whether it be through LCQ or Main Event uh, a Proviso. So everybody's going to get a copy there. Woohoo! That's wonderful. Okay, <laughs> and then they said that, and then it came out this this week. So we all have our hot little hands on it because that's who we are. Yeah. Uh, even we though we're getting more copies, copies. <laughs> even though we're getting copies, <laughs> we next all week. buy multiple copies. Get over it. <laughs> um, and then, uh, but then they also announced that the crab pack would be for sale on November eighth, and apparently it'll be also be in stores on November eighth. As far as you know, yes, that should so, be the case. So crab pack one week, or lion pack one week, crab pack the next. I would say that makes the point as well of clearly something weird happened with Le- with Legion. Yeah, like, yeah clearly Legion. it got pushed back and pushed back from where it was supposed to be because it looks like crab hit the timing. Yeah. You know? yeah no way they so want them a week apart. That's mad. So know? somehow <laughs> they when they got the, the... I imagine what happened is something they got a fast ship of part of the print run to get have it at Gen Con, but then that got m- messed up. And then something happened with yeah. them, with you know trade war and shipping. I mean, and yeah, you, you yada, hit the nail on the head. I mean, they they airship, they airship for conventions fairly regularly. Right. Gen Con is yeah. something they've noted before, where they throw a bit on the plane, pay the extra, the lot extra, and get get some over to airship it from China. Yes. Yeah, but you're quite right. The tariff wars. I mean, let's be fair here. That's what slowed this down. You yeah. can put cash on it. You know. Yeah. Now the crab pack. Now the line pack will be legal for everything at Worlds. The crab pack will be legal for the site events at Winter Court. Minus the proving grounds. Oh, interesting. So if you were inside events, and uh, you know there's there's several of them, handful of them, so you can play in those. Uh, th- so that'll be, be really you've cool. You've got to be looking so forward to that. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I was telling Doug on the way up here that I was like, you know, like I'm I'm wrestling with, because I I usually when I go to these things, I I'm taking one deck because it's you're you're playing in the main event and that's about it, right? And I'm taking my one deck. But I might, because of these, the, the lion pack, and I want to play some lion, and I don't want to play crab all weekend long. I'd rather dabble in some of these other things. Although I, with the crab pack coming out, I might play alternate crab. I might take all my crab cards 
and all my lion cards and then like one of you know some conflict and some neutral cards that i might splash into those like for the first time i might just take and like what time but then like when do i have to build a deck and when would i play this deck that i built uh, i'm not playing and planning on playing in the proving grounds mm -hmm. uh, uh but i hope to play in one of the main event days day ones at least so it's, it's just one of these things like the first time where i'm like wow i don't or know if I should, or maybe I should just build the lion deck here first, and then take my crab stuff and take so another splash. I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm taking uh, th probably three decks with me. Mood of choices. <laughs> I'm taking my LCQ deck. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna take a secondary deck. I'm not sure whether I'm gonna do a free the rolls deck or not. Mm -hmm. But I'm gonna take a secondary deck for just. Oh, side that's events. right. There's the free to free. There's the just a challenge thing. To add right. complication. Right. Yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. that's right. Yeah. I so like the, the clan those. challenge, I'm planning on doing a couple, a few rounds of that. I'm not sure I'm going to do the free the rolls one or the non free the rolls. Oh one. yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm I'm going to take it, but I'm going to take a different clan for that second deck. Oh. And then I'm also going to have a daimyo deck with me in case there are people there playing daimyo. Yeah. I might have to build my lion deck. So that I s and take some sideboardy cards, so that I don't play the f crappiest lion deck ever for the for three days, <laughs> and then take some crap my crab cards. Oh, well, just so just have Sal send you his deck list. It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I don't want to. I don't. Wanna, I want to. I want to. I want to get uh, like I think lion is with the pack finally out. I can finally like dabble in lion as my second. Okay. Plan. See, if I was you going in the situation of here, which is I'm going to Worlds. He's pointing at me, folks. Yeah, I've sat down, <laughs> sat down, sitting in the big event, a whole bunch of people playing, you know, doing the, doing the side stuff. Not, like I say, none of the proving grounds, doing the side games. And I'm all, right, so a brand new Scorpion pack came out the day before, and this is the wackiest thing I've seen in existence. I will be building a deck on the spot with every new card I could. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, just, yeah. I just yeah, read yeah, the yeah, crap yeah, thing yeah. and went, so this is mad. This whole thing is completely nuts. Yeah. Like, what the hell? You can have a whole bunch of provinces full of holdings and, and characters, and it works, and mm. oh god, and all the crazy. I'm like, yeah, I'm just, I can't wait to see what nutty shit comes out yeah. of this thing, personally. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yep. Uh, yeah, and it, it's, it's, I, I it seems, it's weird because with all the holdings, if, with all the defense triggers, you kind of want to play the original stronghold. But mm -hmm. then there's the if you play with the holding stuff, you don't want to play with that. But then that doesn't get that. Then you're playing like it's either a holding deck or a defense deck. It's not really both. Mm. So it's I, I I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll it's, figure it's, it out. That's it, part of the excitement about this, right? That's I'm one a crab of the, yeah. player. Crab pack finally came that's out. That's one of those weird ones. I said I said this last time we recorded. I was playing a fair bit of Dragon Monk, and right now I'm still heavily on the opinion that the best Monk um, stronghold is the classic one for Dragon. Largely because you end up using so many cheap attachments to make monks work that you mm -hmm. may as well have the base one. Yeah, yeah, you know, that, yeah. One of those deals. So I'm wondering well, if that's where we end up with this. You know, but you know. Yeah, there's, there's not direct synergy, but implied. The, you know, so. the mountain stronghold, the mountain, mountain anvil's castle is going to be hard to, hard to get better. Oh than. yeah, yeah, certainly. Yeah, but yeah. So, um, so yeah, all those things are happening now. What's happened in the last 24 hours is that Matt Holland has shared with us. Now, the LCQ registration was open until Halloween, and then uh, they managed to finalize that. And so there are, I'm, I'm rough on these numbers. I'm going to claim a plus or minus 10 on each of these numbers I put forth. But um, from what I saw on Facebook, Matt Holland said there were about 130 people registered for the LCQ. 
there were about 122 people who had reserved seats in the main event. And there are 250-ish, 240, 250 seats for the main event. Is that across both days? That's across both days, I think. Mm -hmm. And so that means that there are approximately anywhere between 110 and 130 seats open for the for the LCQ participants to fill. Yeah. And so that means like all, almost all, like 80% of LCQ participants at, at, at least, mm-hmm. uh, which, uh, you know, frankly, because I'm building a, I'm, I'm playing a fun deck, a fun deck, a deck that I enjoy playing rather than one that's necess- not necessarily the most competitive in the world, which it isn't. Um, I, I'm happy to hear because I would like to play in the main event with a kind of a funky, you get, funky you deck. Like to represent it, right? yep. But I have to get there first, so <laughs> totally. That was that's pretty cool. So it looks like 100, 130 or so are in the LCQ, and a, a hundred plus will qualify. Maybe even throw all into of that them? The, the recent uh, RRG changes mm-hmm. and restricted list changes. You know, it it could be. I mean, you're probably not the only one who's you know gonna bring the weird stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Just just of a surprise value. Well, because well, yeah, and and also because you're like, you know what? If I if I lose, I'm good. But if I if I get in with the funky stuff, I get in with the funky (laughs) stuff, right? Yeah. (laughs) Just as long as you don't use that voice. No, no, no. Don't want to get down. Uh. That reminds me. So uh, the Eternal Not novella also came out. Unbeknownst to many of us, it just kind of showed up. Like, oh, look, yeah, you know, yeah, there it is. But on the back of that novella, there's something like uh, something that was only the beginning. And so I, I, I repeated this at the kitchen table with my kids, and they're like, oh, my God, Dad has found a voice that's almost as, almost as grating as every other voice <laughs> has ever used. And I'm like, oh, no, it was only the beginning. This is so that was... <laughs> Yeah, and Doug's looking at me like, "Oh God!" I think I'm gonna agree with your kids on this. <laughs> <laughs> See, all, 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 all I can think of there is one of my favorite YouTubers doing. I think they talk about Destiny, where the opening line is like, "You know, this was the end." So, but, but, but was it also a beginning? Is that what you're gonna say, you hack? You know, it's like <laughs> this was the end of the beginning. beginning you know, the yeah. beginning of the end. The end of the beginning of the beginning. So, uh, so we have a, we did because we've been gone so long. We wanted to kind of engage people a little bit. So I asked some Facebook, I asked on Facebook on our page on Facebook, uh, if anybody had any questions and what they wanted to know. And we have two Allens, one with an A, one with an L, and an E. And then uh, um, we have they one both are Allens with an A, <laughs> and the second A. Oh, oh, and a second A and a second or a second A. <laughs> one's an Allen with a second A. One's Allen with one A and one E. But you're right. <laughs> So now Shit. we've now we've now we've neatly this is, clarif- this is what happens when you use in the beginning. Now now we've um, ni- neatly defined the Allens. We'll move on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the first Allen with two A's, one L, and an N asks. So with the incoming increase in lion power levels, do you feel that we might see a change in best roles for their clans? <laughs> at the beginning of our podcast, <laughs> at the beginning of your podcast, you talked about how you need a lot more cards to understand the game. Now that that card pool is in the high 400s, what do you think of the game in terms of completeness? Well, let's address the the best roles for the clans. Yes. Um, uh, as most of our listeners know, we probably aren't the most familiar with the Lion Clan. I will I will say that the power level will change. I don't know that there's anything in this pack that's 
I have it right here, so let's look. But I'm <laughs> Suko's thinking, a great card. Suko's oh, a great well, card. Yeah. I don't know if there's anything role restricted in here that's going to necessarily turn on or not be on uh, yet. Um, um, I'm not sure about that. But uh, you know, I think. But it is going to. Ch- there's secret. There's secret keeper stuff. There's the con- there, there's the caravan guard, and uh, the insolent outcast. Uh, the insolent outcast. Um, not necessarily. I don't know where that. C- the the insolent outcast is a two cost one one secret role only. The character gets plus one plus one for each honored character an opponent controls. But the caravan guard is a good defensive guy. I yeah. Like well, I, Go ahead. My thoughts are okay. Yeah, there are some role restricted stuff in there, but it, it, those the, those role restricted cards may or may not be role changing. I think there are cards in there that will change roles because. They're they're good cards that synergize in certain ways that you know point the the clan at a different role. Yeah, with so there's cards in here that ask some that might synergize with cards that are not here that are role restricted or that or not even necessarily that are role restricted that just synergize better with a different role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's true. My I'm a bit of a wide view on this one. It looks to me in general. Like, uh, Proviso again. None of us are particularly lion players. We're we're a little bit in the dark here. But in general, it looks to me like we've got a re- a realistic, if not um, quite pronounced, spike in how powerful lion are getting. These new tricks coming in, these new combination style of play, I think are going to move them up the ranks. When a clan moves up the ranks, everyone's roles change. That's basically how how this system works. You know. Right. So yeah, that's just the so nature I, of the why the game. Right. I so. do think it's gonna. I do think the pack has the possibility to take lion out of last place. Yeah. It's it's a shot in the arm. It it's not. It may not be as powerful as the Phoenix Pack, mm-hmm. but I do think it's enough of a shot in the arm to make them no longer the weakest clan. Now yep. the question is, who's weakest if they're not? Well, there's the deal, isn't it? I I, I think it moves them out of a flat last place, but I think it brings them into the realm of the at least the the bottom third, the bottom half clans. Competitive, certainly yeah. competitive. Yeah. 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 Like and and. You know, it, that, that's why this world, that's why this winter court will be so interesting. Yeah. One, the RG. Two, the influx of cards at the last minute. So we don't really know what the effect of these, uh, the Lion Clan pack will have. What what strategies will be good? We talked about it with Tyler in our restricted list interview. Like we don't know how a more a stronger Lion will impact how well Scorpion does. Yeah. A stronger Lion probably will weaken Scorpion generally mm-hmm. maybe not specifically and so what does scorpion do as a result that's where the roles change so if scorpion sees okay well this this previous version of our deck this isn't working very well in a lion and unicorn rich environment so we need to go to this one and so then that that creates a chain of events uh across the board for the other clans or not necessarily across the board but maybe a, just across a few other clans so i could it, see rules changing yeah, well, I mean, and yeah. it also i think you you actually sort of inadvertently brought up a good point this pack has the ability to really dramatically strengthen unicorn oh yeah. lord yeah. Yeah, yeah i mean they're doing good anyway but yeah my word has right. it can spike them up yeah because no, almost every yeah. cavalry is a bushy right yep yeah 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 so yeah, it's an int- like I say, my, my point, kind of my point is the shakeup's going to happen. I'm kind of like, I think there's almost more interesting discussion than what deck you would now take to, to Worlds. I think there's an interesting discussion to have in terms of how would you approach deciding what deck to take. I think the meta game is the thing that's, the, the meta game of being prepping for this event 
has been shaken up so much by the late inclusion of cards, by the perception that one of the clans is going to spike upwards somewhere. All those various things go, okay, how, with those decisions, and not knowing, not really be able to say these things will be here, how do I hedge my bets to do yeah, well? Well, exactly. that's a really that's what Tyler walk, talked about, yeah. about, you know, the being sort of a Wild West kind of situation yeah. in that world. And, and how, how you approach that. that. Yeah. He yeah. wanted that, he was looking forward to it. It wasn't something that he he designed, but he took the opportunity that he was that he was given to uh, make it a kind of a, a little bit more open. I mean, the Crab Clan, there isn't really a. I've, I've discussed this. I, I don't hang out on Discord too much. I, I'm an online teacher, so I'd, I'm being online, talking online is not something I want to do. For, for, uh, for, for on pleasure. My free yeah, on my free time. <laughs> That's why I do a podcast. <laughs> it's kind of asynchronous in one way. And beam, it, beam it directly into your brains. Yeah. Anyhow, so, but I, I have uh, chatted with various crap players, and there really isn't a deck, a deck, right? Plus or minus, you know, a few cards, like there has been in the past. So there's a quite a. Quite a bit of variety amongst the clan, crab clan. There's quite a bit of variety amongst the unicorn clan. Although Frotops, Chris, Chris's deck is getting a lot oh, of attention. The swarm becomes sky. Yeah, something mm -hmm. like that. Uh, so there, that's which getting is a an lot interesting. That's I think the first time I've seen a deck, uh, a unicorn deck that that splashes phoenix. Yeah, yeah. It, and I, I've played that deck a little bit. It's a good deck. Mm -hmm. It's an unusual splash too, is the thing. So yeah, uh, pacifism is the is the. Passive in, pacifism and Earth becomes sky. Yeah, it takes it's care a of a lot yeah. of the a lot of your opponents. Yeah, a lot of your opponents' characters. So you have so you have the unicorn. That one's kind of leading the charge for the unicorn. But I know there's some variants out there. And then lion, uh, Sal talking to Sal. There's quite a few variants in lion. Um, Doesn't matter a whole lot. I think of time the for crane the is pretty stable. Yeah. You know, of course, the ones that the ones that win these big events are not necessarily the ones that have the deck. They have the deck, but they have their diff very different splash. Eric Balhus won last year, and sorry for ch chopping up your name there, Eric. Uh, uh, Eric won last year, and he had Fury. He had Miramotus Fury as his restricted card, mm -hmm. uh, which was a surprise to everybody, right? So, but it allowed, it, him, to do, it it allowed him to win. You know? yeah. So um, I think what we'll see is... Uh, a changing of the rules, maybe not immediately, well, but I close. One of the things I think is interesting with everyone having like an earth was it earth and air? Yeah, a lot of earth and air. With, with the with the one sided rolls, are uh, the restricted list change and the influx of cards. I think that one sided roll situation that we have is very much is is very possibly not optimal for several of the clans anymore mm -hmm. right especially now that one of the reasons like the phoenix clan took you know did the role choices that they did was because they were looking at you know getting re-getting the the role that they lost in order to bring back the uh echo bird deck but that's dead now with the rrg with the end of the list mm -hmm. badly wounded dead? badly wounded yeah you won't see it in the same form that you saw it in. Yeah. Wings right. clipped, and they say. and they and they also, to some extent, they the you know the community, quote unquote, solved that, found the counter to that deck, which was crane, right? Mm -hmm. Like you can't yeah. cancel attachments, mm -hmm. so uh, that was a big deal. Now, the, to your second question, Alan, now that the card pool is in the high four hundreds, what do you think of the game in terms of completeness? Uh, the, this this game is 
a living card game. So in thinking about your question, I was thinking about a tree and how trees, you know, they grow, they get they get larger, they get larger around in the in the foundation. Their trunk gets larger as they get older. They grow branches in different directions. Some branches die off, some branches get clipped. These kinds of things. And this is a much more whereas before it was maybe a youngling staying with that same metaphor. You know, a year a year ago, it was a young scrappy looking tree that had some strong branches and some weak ones. Now this is a much more full game. Yeah. Especially with the release of the Lion Pack. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, you know, the Crab Pack is one thing, but the Lion, the lion got their bo- the boost they needed with this. Yeah. Um, and so I think it's a much fuller game. Is it complete? No, but it's not intended to be. It's a living card game. Well, let's, let's take on the, the phrase of completeness for starters. No, no, no card game is complete. That's the point of a card game. A card game that has product release for it is never complete. And honestly, when you look at the depth of L5R, even if you were to leave every single card in legality, I don't think we could ever be considered complete in that mm-hmm. sense. There's, all, there's always something new to explore. There's okay. always something else for the game to go to. Is it something... My, my measure of completeness is, is it a healthy game that has a variety of ways of playing and a variety of ways of deck building? Well, from our last... 45 minutes of discussion, I think yes. I think it's reasonable to say. There are now many more ways of doing many things with many clans. You're quite right. Compared to a year or two ago, we've moved from the the deck for each clan to is that the deck for each clan? You know, right. and that being a reasonable question, which is basically where we want to be. Right. You know. Now we just need to free the rolls. And I had to get that one in there. Uh, Doug so would like the tree to fly, is what he's saying. Well, you know, yes. yeah, um, so... <laughs> I think once we have, you know, crab pack hot in hand, you know, uh, in, you know, in binder or whatever, I think you're looking at a reasonably complete game as yeah. far as, you know, every every clan has their their clan packs. They've got multiple stronghold well, options. Well, Dragon, Dragon is still coming. Right? All right. So yeah. crab and Dragon when are When is Dragon ones? coming? Is it like November or something yeah. like that? Yeah. But like Scorpion. Well, okay. So once we get, yeah. so yeah. you're right. Once we get Dragon, it'll be, you know, there's, there's a level of completeness there where, You've got multiple stronghold options for every clan. You've got, you know, you've got a wide card pool. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it, it's never going to be a complete game. But I think that I'm going to put my benchmark as, you know, a good complete game, a game where it's like if they if they stopped publishing after this release, I, I'd after be okay. Dragon? Yeah. yeah, no, not Dragon. Oh, okay. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put that benchmark as Clan War. Where you've got multiple formats mm-hmm. that are, you know, you've got cards for those. You know, you've got support. You know paper support mm-hmm. in the game uh for it if after clan war if if there was never another l5r release i think you'd have a pretty good game that you could play for a number of years mm-hmm. yeah reasonable. with lots of with lots of variation now having said that folks yeah. it, it is continuing after clan right. war. <laughs> but so, you don't want to start an internet fire <laughs> right so <laughs> but if it were it's, it's it is continuing and it will it will go on which is good so at that point i would say you've got a you've got a game that's reasonably complete if you want to look it's at it that full. way. It's full, yeah. It's it's robust. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Complete implies done. a discrete yeah. event done, right? Yeah. But it's but a robust right. game. That's the thing there. Is if, if someone was to release the entirety, bear with me, if someone was to release the entirety of L5R as released from Clan Wars backwards as a complete game, yeah, I know, um, it would work. <laughs> okay. Know, as a separate pool, uh, yes, totally. Yeah. Completely yeah. agreement. That's, that's actually, I think that's, that is the cutoff I would think of as the game has hit its first major milestone of being being solid, solid through and through. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right, thank you for those two questions, Alan. Now we move on to the other Alan, A-L-L-E-N. He asks, what are your thoughts on the Clan Wars as it relates to ability to bring new blood into the game? I think we already hit on this. I mean, it's just by having more formats we improve the odds of the person going, I don't like 2-on-2, or I don't like competitive play, or I don't like casual 2-on-2, 1-on-1 or whatever, coming Mm -hmm. in and going, yeah, there's more things. More formats are good. It will help. Yeah, it's yeah. a it's a more casual playstyle. Yeah, and, and and I agree. Uh, I think it can only help. Yeah, it can only help. I'm not sure. You're not sure. I'm not sure. Okay, interesting. So, uh, there are a lot of facets to this question. It's it's not as easy of a question I think as it sounds. So once you've got more formats, yes, that's great, and there is there are more opportunities for casual play. But you're also looking at a game that even in those formats is a very deep strategic game. There's a, there are so many decision points in this game as opposed to just about any other competitive card game on the planet. Okay. Every, you know, even, you know, the from, you know, like mulliganing is a big decision. Do you want to go first is a big decision. And then everything after that is an even bigger decision. Mm-hmm. So, and there and this game is decision decision point after decision point after decision point throughout each of the conflicts throughout each of the action windows. You know, knowing when to play the card, you know, I could play this card now and it'll give me a good effect, but if I play it next, you know, conflict, is it better? Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and like being able to gauge that, there, right. so there, there's, it's, there's, there's a lot to this game about, you, you have to devote, devote a lot of thinking to it. Yeah, now, I, and, I, and I don't disagree. What uh, I think that the three-player free-for-all, that's it's kind of standard. I'm, we're, I'm, looking at the 2v2 well, right and the 2v2 you've got two friends two friends probably four all four of you are friends and you're doing a two and so there it's you can you can share information yeah. right you can share that information you can kind of make those decisions to each other it's much more casual that yes you want to win yes there are decision points but there are Unlike in the in the one v one where I have my deck and my splash and you have your deck and your splash, and I almost I kind of know what yours might do, and you kind of know what mine might do. There's you you need practice to figure out what that best the best paths might be. Right. In these two v two formats, it's nigh infinite what the best path might be. So each decision having an infinite number of paths, each decision is. Important yet less impactful in the whole, so that means that it's like a little bit more like the that comp, the competitive level can't come can't reach the one v one level. You see, I think, I think it can. Well, I think the, you're hitting you're hitting um, two points exactly right here. One of them is that um, exactly what Doug's saying, which is, and none of that will matter if you find the game heavy anyway. There are lots of there are different types of players who find different types of decision sets easier. And seen this on board games here all the time. And sometimes the players find the one v one. Okay, I can work this out. I can work through it. L five R is a game I can I can work through those deep um, answers because there's only only two of us involved, right? Two v two for a certain type of player, yes, will make it easier. It's a little more casual, a little more open. I can make my decisions with less pressure. A certain type of player goes, "There's more. There's more on the table. There's more going on. My decision is harder." Now, and neither of those are right answers. They're just different types of players. Partly that also leads us back to, because we have more formats, certain types of other players will come into the game who wouldn't do. Right. So I think you're both 
right, exactly right and exactly wrong in terms of drawing people in there. You know what I'm saying? I think you. you all hit I'm both saying points. is that yeah. all I'm saying is that it, it is a barrier to entry. Yeah, in general, yeah, the, the the new formats do not reduce that barrier to entry. I completely agree. You've still got to play the darn game. And I have <laughs> yeah. I, uh, one yeah. more point. Okay, all right. Yeah. Okay, I, I'll bet. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, so, the, 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 so the complexity the complexity of the game doesn't reduce the barrier to entry, yeah. but it. But it makes it so that those people who have considered the game and don't enjoy the one v one, it might say, incentivize hey, you know those what? people. This is this will, is worth it. People yes. who have already considered the game, it will incentivize them to come back to the game if they want to. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Now, uh, but you know, like he, his, he was specifically about new blood, and I'm not sure that those that people who have considered the game or have played it before and left are necessarily new blood. Someone coming at it cold is what I'm thinking of right now. So that so mm. the complexity is a barrier to entry to someone coming into it cold. Yeah, completely. Yeah. Also, we're now at the point where it's hard to buy in. Yeah, where it's not perfect. You're not wrong. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, well, there's a good one there. I think that the Clan War pack here makes that better still. I'd love to see what's in the box. I'd love to see how well, basically, a split core set plus the Clan War gets people to play a janky, fun multiplayer game. Well, maybe if you do two cores, a Children of the Empire, and a Clan War, that might be an easy like yeah. buy-in there that would give you some, some deck options. Yeah. But... You know, looking at the card pool that's available and how many SKUs there are, at this point, someone coming in cold who's never played the game before, mm. or who has no, maybe is considering it for the first time, there's a barrier to entry there. Yeah. Nope. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So, there, there, so, yes, I think that Clan War will incentivize people to come back to the game. People who are interested in it or maybe play the old game might be, you know, willing to jump in at that point more if they haven't already. But I'm not sure it necessarily brings in new new blood people who haven't bought into the game previously haven't thought about the game previously okay yeah i'm not sure if it if it brings that new that you know that untouched demographic in yeah one of the common things I've seen since it popped up, and we've heard this all through the life of the game, is that there are various people who go, hi, I play L5R. A bunch of my friends would play this if it were multiplayer, but because it's not multiplayer, they don't. So those, you might have that a lot, that situation of the yeah, new for the family that. thing. The, the group, the one guy who already plays going, you guys will now play, right? They go, yeah, sure, you're waiting for this. And we will get a certain amount through that. That is new blood, to be fair. Will that go beyond the multiplayer play? Probably not. Those people probably won't end up in the competitive stuff. I would say it's not likely, but they will play the game, as we were saying yeah. before, kitchen table. We'll get some more stuff yeah. down going. Mm -hmm. So I think that's one of the big strengths we'll see. But you're quite right. There's a Nothing in here particularly helps the base level issue and base level intention that L5R is a, a good chunk above the average game weight. It yeah. simply is. We can't, we can't really change that. You know, talking about getting people in um, product-wise, I'd love to see if something dumb like Clan Wars plus one clan pack each would do something fun. Oh, okay. Like, kind of like, kind of like a, a core. Yeah, kind of like a Marvel Champions is doing, where there's a core box. In this case, we make it Clan Wars. Then each player goes, "I have my dragon pack. I brought, I bought my dragon pack. I bring my dragon pack to play. I mix that with the cards you've got, and we play with that." I'd love to see how well that works. Janky as hell, but I think that's kind of the point. I think you might need to do like a core set or two and a uh, a Clan War, and everybody bring their Clan pack. Yeah, but that's again, that's not too that's not too oppressive. Maybe even one core and one Clan. From the main guy again, we're talking about the one dude with the three friends playing two v two, right? You know, or the one mm -hmm. one dude with two friends who play the three three on right. And, three and there is, and in the case of the 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 one dude who plays who has three friends who only want to play the multiplayer, mm -hmm. he's already got the cards. Totally, totally. But so yeah. he can just say, "Come over to my house. We'll build mm -hmm. some decks, and we'll yeah, you know, we'll play two v two or whatever." Well, also as well as that, with a slightly retail edge, I know that a lot of people do do like to go from that to having a little bit of ownership. So yes. saying to them, if you just bring your own clan pack, you're basically good. Sweet. That, yeah. I think that would be a great little thing. We'll, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. Yeah. All right. We will see.
uh, <laughs> you know, we will. and there's there's really no way for us to measure how new blood will come in, I guess, uh, without significant uptick in. We're too deep in. We're too deep in. How can we say? Yeah, yeah there's too deep. <laughs> we're too deep in it. Yeah. So last question comes from a listener. Tyler asks, of all the cards in the game, which is an untitled goose? And context so this, <laughs> yes, this requires some context. I had to look it up this morning. I think I know, yep. but I'm going to let Carl explain. Within the last month or so, a fantastic little indie game called Untitled Goose Game was released. Um, the best description I've had video for this game. game, video game, I should mention. Um, the best description I've had for this game is it's um, Hitman, but you're a goose, and instead of killing people, you annoy them. So the very first thing of the game is a little like English background view of a bush and some trees, and your first control pops up with A. Press A to honk. You press it, and your head pops out of the um, bush, and you go, honk, because you're a goose. And you run around stealing things, robbing, stealing people's keys. There's achievements you do. You try and start yourself a little picnic by stealing things from the garden. There, It's in the English village. It's fantastic, trust me. It's the this most sounds whimsical. a lot like Goat Simulator. It is, except Goat Simulator is the classic example of taking a game and making a dumb meme out of it. Untitled Goose Game is a dumb meme game that's also a fantastic game made with a ridiculous amount of love. But if you get a chance, track it out. But the character, everyone now is on the full honk train. Everyone's all, it is, it's the most fun thing in existence. So to me... The full the, honk train could be a good episode title. <laughs> I had another one as well, but on the honk, on the honk train I can take, yeah. Um, or maybe just as everyone honk will look fine. Um, so to me, this question is saying, if, if a card is to be an entitled goose, this card, it should be a card which is whimsical, entertaining yet has an un, uh, a sadistic undertone and a, um, is designed to annoy your opponents. Whimsical? And whimsical, you play it, you play it, and everyone goes, oh, God, not that card. I'm high for, like, half laughing and I half hate you. <laughs> that's, that's the card. Everyone, everyone, you know the kind of ones, right? So I would say Maze of Illusion. Is a scorpion Maze card, which is an might be one, yeah. It's not necessarily yeah. powerful. It's mainly play because you want to screw with people. But when it works, they go, you, I hate you. I hate you so much. <laughs> what about, shall I say it? Shall I say it? Mirror's Gaze? <laughs> I love it. Mirror's Gaze would be one of those like, oh. Oh, oh, oh no. Oh, I can't blame you for doing that. But oh, no. oh, no. What else? Let's see. Because when I spotted this, I had to have a think about I it. I think I'm Mirror's like, Gaze and Mage of Illusion are actually pretty good, pretty yeah. good examples. Because um, yeah. every game has these, you know, the cards you love to hate. You can't unappreciate them entirely. You know, they're never going to win a game, but that's not the point. They're, they're amusing. Uh, display of power. Now, you, you said no, never win a game. So display of power could win a game for you. Yeah. But... Those are like okay, yeah, you played that. Oh, God, Display of Power sucks. is a go- is is the actual goose from entitled Goose Game card. It is the you know what f you. Yeah, you, know, you had all these plans. That's yeah. nice. Screw you. You know, um, yeah. Fate Worse Than Death is a classic example of that. Yeah. Although yeah. yeah. you've seen the four Fate, you've seen that coming. That's your problem. Consumed you know. by five fires if you can pull it off. Yeah. Consume five, five fires when it gets one fate off an essential character. <laughs> that's the that's the goose moment. That's the entire. It's not particularly effective, but your opponent goes, "Really, really?" I, no, I was thinking. You asshole. Of, I was thinking it more when you've got your opponent's got like three or four characters that have like two or three fate on them each, mm-hmm. and you play consumed by five fires and take like you know like five of that you know twelve fate that. Oh yeah, but at that point it's effective. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is the this is the this just, is, a, just a screw review. Is just not a screw quite review. effective. One, right? you know, yeah, just a screw okay. review. I'm going to go the sure. one. You know. <laughs> Or yeah. just like I, I guess certain cards under certain conditions, like display yeah. of power with the air ring when you have fifteen fate. 
Yeah. Or a 15, 15 honor. It doesn't matter. Fate worse right. than death, a single cheap covert character. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, what yeah, it is. It's go. like, you know what? F you. So I'm going to get geese. you out of here. I think Mirror's Gaze and Maze of Illusion might be, <laughs> like, in terms of just standalone, context-free cards. Yeah, uh, just in, in their essence, they that are might be just it. a bit silly. You know? That might be it. <laughs> I'm trying to think. The only other, I keep my mind keeps going to conflict characters. Here's an interesting that point for you. Seems like it should be kind of what that sh- th- that description of an untitled goose should be a conflict. Conflict character should be conflict yeah, untitled. Yeah, they should, they should be the jump. They're like, what the hell? I will point out, as much as I love L5R, there's not a whole lot of whimsy in here, is there? No. Let's be fair. This is not a game with no. a whole, whole lot of. We're going to have no. a bit of fun with this. Not really. No. There are a few. We, I was talking about um, uh, Yogo Asami. A card that I don't think is particularly game effective, but is designed to be nothing but theme. Yeah, just this beautiful thematic thing. So maybe maybe those are the ones that get a little bit whimsical. Well, I, I think well, I think it's the not whimsical, whimsical, but pragmatism. Yeah, yeah, it is. No argument there. Yeah, you know. It, I think that's <laughs> that's a great attachment. That you know, it's it's a it's a fun crab card. That's kind of like, huh? Well, that's odd. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm not sure about that one, but there we go. You know. Um, uh. what one of the things is that that the a game. And its relationship to the community that plays it is v- very important, right? And helps define the game. And so, as we've said before, uh, a lot of the players of L5R, f- for, b- for good or ill, are competitive-natured players, right? They're, yeah. they're, they're more, they lean more competitive than they lean casual. And so that then requires that the cards be seen or it has it has the end result of the cards being seen through a competitive lens more often than not. Mm-hmm. So the whimsy, yeah, there are some whimsical cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trading on the Sand Road yeah. is a whimsical yeah. card. Yeah. Okay, there you oh, go. right. Yeah. But that doesn't no, no. necessarily. There is one card that is definitely an untitled goose. <laughs> What's Uh-oh. that? Iron Kingdom's Unicorn. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> Ivory Kingdom's Unicorn. Right, yeah, Ivory, Ivory Kingdom's Unicorn. You have to remind me. The, the four it's, the uni- cost, it's the Rhino. It's the Rhino. Oh, motherfucker, you're not wrong, guy. Yeah, okay, yeah, fair play. Yeah, everyone, everyone's there with their big big phoenix birds and the massive um, spirit of the um, forest um, stags, and there's a Rhino. The, the fuck is that? <laughs> you know, yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there yeah. you go, Doug. Yeah, there we go. That's it. That might, that, be, that it. might be the most <laughs> untitled be. goose card in the yeah. game. Yep. It's not going to win it for you, but it's fun. Actually, no. I, I, it now could know, win. I now know which card in my deck I have. It's the Volcanic Troll. Oh, yeah. That yeah, is, yeah, that yeah, is yeah. the, like, the as, as the guy who was building the dragon deck I was re- looking into, dragon monkeys, all like, everyone's all, you should get court games in. You need to buff your monks so, win, so you can do political things. He's got, I have a political troll. That's when he's me want to go to court. Me troll of me like engaging in law. Esquire. Troll. Troll. (laughs) Troll. Troll. Attorney at law. T. Tobin Troll. Attorney at law. That's sort of like uh, unfrozen caveman lawyer. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, exactly. And if you Uh, don't know what I'm talking about, you're probably too young. Google that. Oh, my God. You'll have fun. (laughs) Um, All right. Well, uh, a couple of things to announce. Uh, One, we have, uh, since we last recorded, our Elements Unbound Jigoku tournament run by Fighting Walloon. Thank you very much, John, for for running that tournament. 
Uh, we have a winner. Lambert Shaspi has won the Elements Unbound hey. with Christian Fleepa Zero and Asgalora is my dad rounding out the top four. <laughs> now, if any of the players of this Elements Unbound tournament uh, are going to be at Winter Court, please come up. I will have cards for you. Awesome. I will have stuff for you to uh, to take home with you. You may or may not want it. It's it's <laughs> some uh, extra artwork, some some more artwork cast swag, as well as some uh, full art provinces. So come and come and talk to me. Otherwise, I'll be reaching out to those people uh, over the course of the coming weeks. And again, congratulations to Lambert Shaspi on winning the Elements Unbound tournament. We have a new patron, uh, Daimyo Martin Kirk, for supporting our efforts, and thanks to all our other Patreon supporters. Now, next week, there are li there's literally one thing going on for Doug and I, which is Winter Court, mm. right? Uh, in and amongst Winter Court, um, there will be, we will be hosting Smokes, Tokes, and Rokugan on Friday night at Joe Sensors. Put it on your calendar. If you don't have it on your calendar, you're going to miss out. So, uh, anyhow, Smokes, Tokes, and Rokugan is there. Uh, the Meek Informant will be streaming, so check out their, their stream channel on Twitch TV. Uh, slash Meek Informant. So they'll be streaming some of the side events at Worlds. Uh, again, the uh, Frotop and Anil will be providing commentary for the main event. So they'll be there, but then Meek Informant. And there might be a, a one or two other streamers uh, doing some uh, side event stuff. I think Meek Informant was hoping to focus on the draft, uh, the draft event. So that would be mm -hmm. cool. Check them out. And then we will be... We are in the midst of planning uh, Legend of the Five or More Podcasts uh, group <laughs> recording, and we hope to get that out in the days following Worlds. It will, of course, be dated because there will be announcements and other things, but we'll get a, a fresh take from, from the community podcasters and content creators that are there at Worlds and available to record with us. So yeah. thank you very much. Uh, any So final things. Just one. If if one clan were to miss the top eight, which clan would it be? I think the situation right now. I don't know. Uh, I That's don't know, George. Yeah, I think I think we're in such an uncertain one. I wouldn't want to call that. I don't know now. And I, I, I know which ones that expect me the bottom half. I don't know which would miss the top eight. Honest answer. Okay. Yeah, I think I think it's that open. Dragon. Oh, you make a hmm. I could buy that. Yeah, there's so much upheaval. I could buy that, but yeah, I'm not. I'm really not sure. I'm not sure if Dragon is in a good place right now or not. Hmm. Okay. Intriguing. But I. We've all gone very quiet as we think about it. <laughs> <laughs> it could it's, be it's, one it's, of. It's for me, it's a toss-up between Crab Dragon and and Lion and tr Crab Dragon and Lion. Yeah. Crab, maybe Crab Dragon and Unicorn. I don't know. I, I like the only three that I'm pretty sure are gonna make it are Crane, Scorpion. Phoenix. 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 Yeah, you, you kind of stated my bottom three to four there, so that's I don't know which one of those yeah. will miss, as it were. But yeah, yeah. you yeah. could see, you know, one of each <laughs> and one extra. Yep. There you go. Yep. So, that's true. That would be awesome. And I'm going to cut in very briefly as well. A quick thank you today for um, Colorado Gamers Extra Life for hosting us. We were recording in an unusual location, as we said earlier. Um, if you're not familiar, um, Extra Life is a mainly children's hospital focused um, charity. Um, uh, Colorado Gamers here is a local group doing extra life stuff. We donate directly to Children's Hospital of Denver. Um, 
by the time this goes up, you will still be able to donate. So if you go look us out, coloradogamers.org, go search Rex Life in general, give some money towards that, we would be um, mightily thankful. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I'll, I will include the link in the show notes. Awesome stuff. Thank right. you. And, and hey, folks, Doug and I, Jason, and uh, another local player, Sal, and a couple other Colorado players will be at Winter Court. Come up, say hi. I'd love to meet listeners. And uh, I look forward to the great gameplay and the just the... And we'll see some of you. We'll see some of you at the table. <laughs> yeah, oh, for yeah. sure, for sure. If you'd like to join the discussion, have ideas for future episodes, feedback, or questions for us, you can contact us at artofforecast at gmail.com, via Twitter at artofforecast, via Facebook, or leave a comment in the episode's comment section. Please review us on iTunes. It helps other Rokugani find us. If you'd like to support us, check us out at Patreon.com/artofforecast. Thank you for listening, and remember. Honor is the deadliest weapon. With an outtake version of honk. <laughs> <laughs>